Hello everyone, welcome to our channel Into the University. This channel talks about a variety of things happening inside universities, shares thoughts and experiences, as well as answers questions to give better understanding in academia, technology, and research. My name is Gino Choi. I'm an assistant professor of computer science at Emory University, Atlanta, Georgia, United States. Ready to be inspired? Let's get to it. In today's episode, I'll explain who should be applying to a graduate school. Are you smart enough to go to a graduate school? Let's find it out. Before we dive into the main topic, since this channel is called Into the University, I'll begin each episode by sharing my weekly story with you. I have been coming to the Emory campus since the summer began, about two weeks ago. There is no student I see on campus at the moment. In every other summer, I would have enjoyed it. But not this particular one, as we want the pandemic to be over as soon as possible. I miss interacting with my students in person so much, although I have kept in touch with the students in my lab virtually, but it's just not the same. Anyway, I went to get coffee from Panera Bread the other day, and guess who I saw? Two of my colleagues, Dr. James Liu and Dr. Ken Menderberg, who have been professors at Emory for over 20 and 30 years, also tremendously helped me settling down at Emory, especially during the earlier years. This is the part that I miss the most. Technically, I could have called them online anytime I wanted during this pandemic, which I didn't. And as soon as I came to campus, I started running into these people. And every time I talked to them, I learned something because they have so much insight. We talk about casual things like which online store we use to shop, but also school things such as like what are the downsides of online education and the future of the department. As we are hiring new faculty members in all levels and trying to expand to make greater impact to this world as a group. We talked about an hour, completely unplanned, but very content. And I just want to say thanks to both Dr. Liu and Dr. Menderberg, whose contributions to the department have been priceless. So what types of graduate programs are there? I have to admit that my experience is mostly related to science and technology fields. So if you are not in those fields, it may not sound as relevant to you, but I believe the principles are the same. There are mainly two types of graduate programs, master's and PhD. Students applying to master's program can also be divided into two groups. The first group considers it as an extension to the undergraduate education hoping to learn more about the specific fields in depth. I view bachelor's degree is largely focused on building foundation, the essential piece you must know if you want to be proficient in the field, in my case, computer science, whereas master's degree exposes you to the latest technology and trains you to understand the state-of-the-art work in the field. The second group considers a master's program as a preparation to a PhD program 
as they may pursue different majors during bachelor's or just don't feel like they are ready to apply to PhD programs right away. These students are more focused on research, as that's what they will be expected to do once they make two PhD programs, and often produce high-quality research even compared to PhD students. Then, what are the differences between master's and PhD programs? Once you graduate from a master's program, you are expected to understand any advanced work in the field, and also be able to replicate that work. Once you receive a PhD degree, however, you are expected to introduce your own original ideas to the field and suggest research directions to the community that you believe are beneficial to the society. To accomplish this, a PhD program teaches you how to conduct proper research from bottom to top, how to present your work both formally and casually, as well as to develop new ideas that are potentially impactful. Some of these aspects can be learned during master's, but it usually takes more than a couple of years to achieve, and that's what really the PhD program is for. One important thing to notice though, PhD is more or less a lifetime commitment. It usually takes five to six years to get a PhD degree in computer science. It takes even longer in some other fields like linguistics or history. And after you receive a PhD degree, you are overqualified for many jobs, meaning that you are too good to apply for those jobs. Consequently, the choice of jobs that you can apply after PhD are more limited. Therefore, if you are determined to apply to a PhD program, you should make sure that this is the field that you will not get tired of thinking about over a period of decades. Then, do you need to be smart to go to a graduate school? It depends on how you define the term smart. If you consider someone who is fast in learning anything or has a very discerning analytical mind smart, the answer is no. You do not need to be smart to go to a graduate school. Those aspects are certainly important, and to be fair, some people are born with them. But they can be learned over time, anybody, depending on how badly you want these aspects to be yours. I can name so many people on top of my head who never went to graduate schools, but way smarter than me. And I'm sure many of you who are listening to this are in that category of smart people. My definition of being smart has more to do with being creative, as I believe that is the number one advantage that humans have over machines, which is the whole episode by itself. In order to be successful in graduate program, you need to be proactive in thinking. I've seen many students who are very good at following instructions, but not being able to come up with their own ideas, and vice versa. To be a well-rounded, intelligent person, you need both skills. Oftentimes, you can get by just following instructions and still get high GPA for your coursework, but almost never you will succeed in developing your own ideas by doing so. It is the proactive thinking that distinguishes you from the rest of the world. 
And if you believe you are that type of person or want to be one of them, I highly encourage you to consider a graduate degree. But wait, do all creative people need to go to graduate schools then? Even the greatest mind in computer science such as Bill Gates or Steve Jobs never went to graduate schools, yet still make huge contributions to the world. So the answer is no, you do not have to. However, it certainly provides you a numerous amount of good opportunities to learn these skills and guide you in a way that you can be one of those who will make differences in this world. At this point, you may be thinking, I'm not that creative. I should give up going to a graduate school. If you're thinking that, please don't. Being creative is not something that you need to learn. It is something that you are born with. In other words, it is not something that you should work hard to achieve, but something that is already inside of you. Here is a hard proof for you. Have you ever been amazed by young random children who can just think out of ordinary and be so innovative? You used to be one of them. As a matter of fact, everyone once was so creative but somehow learns not to be creative as you grow up. It could be because of your cultural background or education environment that you didn't really have control over. But the important thing is that you still have this in you. It's just a matter of fact that you choose to believe or not. Once you start believing, you will recognize a whole new aspect about you. And I guarantee that you will love this new side of you. Thanks for listening to our channel. You can listen to this podcast through YouTube, Popin, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. So please don't forget to subscribe. I plan to post a new episode next Wednesday to talk about how you should prepare to apply at graduate school. Until then, stay tuned. See you next time.